0: Welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where we talk about the week's big political stories. I'm Mike Siluma, and thanks for joining us. This week, the Politics Weekly looks at the question of ethics in political and other leadership in society. Why? Because, as you may know, the ANC's Mpumalanga province has decided to elect among its leadership someone who is facing charges of murder, flying in the face of President Cyril Ramaphosa's campaign to clean up the party's tarnished public image. This is what Ramaphosa had to say to the voting delegates.
1: During the course
2: of your elections, you took the step of, yes, also endorsing and electing one of the comrades who is facing charges. Now, I know that you have reflected on this and you are going to do further reflection. This matter does need your reflection as a disciplined membership of this organization. Your reflection must be based on the decisions that have been taken by our national conference. But your reflection must also be based on the decisions that have also been taken by the National Executive Committee, which is the highest decision-making body in between conferences in the form of democratic centralism.
0: Let's welcome now our guests uh, for this conversation, Sbonga Keshoba, uh, who's the Sunday Times politics editor, as well as uh, William Gumeta, who's associate professor at the School of Governance at this University. With
1: immediate
2: effect. When people's all... And I quote, in two years' time, Eskom's problems will be a thing of the past. People won't even remember load shedding.
0: They put saliva on the paper. I'm in charge. That's
1: why these fools are running around the i child. And then
0: they share that song. Order,
2: Point of order,
1: order tapasin. I'm, I'm, tapasin. I'm of Order, Point of order. Ruling party
2: by the of order. Must step aside within 30 days. No, no I'm, I'm not so going to apologize. He has no brains whatsoever. So the AC president was sabotaged again yesterday? Well, sabotage, that can be This determined. is not a shit. arms, can you please come no, 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 no,
0: let let us start with you. Could you unpack for us uh, how the election went in the conference over the weekend in Pumalanga and what it means for the power balance in the province itself?
2: Uh, Thank you so much, Pramak, for inviting me. So there are different interpretations of what happened at the weekend, Bamai. depending on who you talk to. But what is clear is that um, David Babuza is, was the biggest loser of last weekend's elections in Pumalanga because his preferred candidates lost out. And the is that he only has a few people in the PEC uh, that he, he can count on, one of them being the former deputy president of the ANC, you think, Dennis uh, Desmond Moela. But all the people that won the positions in the top five are actually people who were once allies of David Mabuza and have since had a fallout with David Mabuza. Uh, So I was saying there there were different interpretations because yeah, if you talk to the
0: RIT faction, they will tell you that the, the RIT faction is is which which crowd. Maybe for us who are uninitiated,
2: so the RIT faction is the grouping that is anti President Ramaphosa. It is the group that is more aligned to Ace Mahashule and it's the group that is more sympathetic to President Jacob Zuma, um, and it's the group that is likely. To, to support uh, Zwerim Kiza. So that's the grouping that I'm talking about. And, and they are claiming victory um, after that conference uh, because uh, the, the top six, the top five that emerged there. them, um, you have Lindy um, Wenchali who was the secretary uh, under Mabuza, uh, but who is um, an ace person through and through who has been seen in court in Bloemfontein. Uh, supporting ace makashule and they are saying that hey, inclusion in that top five tells you that um, they 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 scored a victory and they are claiming that the others are also with them but they won't come out publicly which is an ANC thing of of saying that you have support but won't be declared publicly because people fear being victimized and then um, you have the the, the Ramaphosa faction, the, the second termers um, who are claiming victory, because the the man who's been le- elected as the chairman has publicly said that if Ramaphosa stands for a second term, he will uh, gladly back uh, Sir Ramaphosa and, and, and campaign for him, and he repeated those words um, immediately after being elected last week. So that was what that's what happened. But my for this discussion, um, what happened is that. Despite the ANC having told us that the, it's in the, it is embarked on a program of renewal and and for to clean up its image so that it um it 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 it, it regains the public trust and 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 other attempts to say that um we would look at the the kind of leadership that we elect that the, the, these are the people who have the confidence of society um. Last week, they elected um, Mandlam Sibi, uh, a man who is uh, facing a murder charge for allegedly shooting um, uh, someone at uh, Shisanyan. Uh, he was elected the, the, the provincial treasurer. Um, and, and and this happens um, uh, at the conference that Mramaposa later um, came to to, to deliver a closing address. And in his closing address, he, he, he told the delegates to reflect on their decision um, to elect someone like Msibi. But it was too late, Msibi is elected. Um, they have moved to sort of uh, write to him and say that he, he must step aside from his position. But it's an after-effect after uh, kind of it. It's a reactive kind of, of, of an approach to such an important uh, issue. Is as, um, as, as making sure that you you elect the kind of leaders who can be trusted by the by the people that you are claiming to to, to be leading as the ANC claims to be the leader of society. So it continues, Bram. Like, um, if you look at what happened last week, um, the, the renewal project of the ANC remains rhetoric. Um, it, it's not being applied, and Cyril um, Ramaphosa promised us a new dawn, but even under that new dawn, people are. are People who have questionable integrity and and ethics are are, are being appointed to very um influential
0: positions. Mm. Professor Kumeda, this, this, this can be very uh, confusing at times, you know, because on the one hand, uh, it 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 can appear as if uh, Cyril Ramaphosa has got, uh, has gained uh, control, say, over over the NEC. Uh, and and generally over the structures, the formal structures of the of, of the ANC, and then on the other hand, you have uh, the a province like Pumalanga deciding to to vote the way it voted. What what could be happening there in in you know in 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 the ANC?
1: Thank you for having me on the program again. I think the most important thing is now is in this run-up to a conference, you have to understand in a run-up to an agency-like conference, really there's almost call fully a power vacuum during that period. It's almost like running in a run-up to a national election. It's a power vacuum. So even if you were the president of the party and you were in control, in that run-up, you know, there's uh, uncertainty because you need to be re-elected. And in order for the president at the, to, to be re-elected as the ANC president, he needs to get the delegates from the provinces So uh, 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 and so on. So I think we've got a period now and until the conference um, takes place, where, you know, it's usually paralysis, Going to be a power vacuum, and the president is not going to have his grip uh, on the party because you know he has to make compromises now to get uh, re elected. But what it does, it's all of uh, you know, this shows us clearly that um you know all of the statements public statements by the ANC about renewal and and they're going to use this process in the run-up um up to the party's conference um you know to clean up bring in fresh candidates bring in honours candidates and so on i mean you know that's that, that, that's rhetoric um and the reality of it um in this case supposedly the ANC was supposed to screen Potential candidates beforehand, um, not afterwards. So, what what does it tell us? It tells us that that you know, um, there's been no screening at all of any candidates, uh, as promised uh, uh, by the ANC uh, uh, before. But what we'll see, I think, you know, um, this so-called renewal is going to bring the same corrupt people, the same dishonest uh, people. Um, and this, this supposed to be this uh, reforms to bring a capable state will bring us the same corrupt people and the same incompetent people, and uh, and then unfortunately we're going to have state failure and party
0: failure. Mm, mm. So I to get it. what is the likely impact of of what, what what transpired over the weekend in Pumalanga on the in on the run up to the December conference. In other in other words, how significant is will Pumalanga be? In that scenario, as a province,
2: obviously it's going to set the tone um, for what happens in future conferences. Firstly, the outcome, what it means in the sense of looking at the um, presidential race right now, it it, it really uh, gives hope to the second termers that um uh, they there is likely hope that um it might it might it actually ignite the fires in other provinces and and now they have. a they have a, an elected, a legitimate chairman who's freshly elected, and um, who will be able to mobilise not only in Mpumalanga, but now has the authority to engage uh, and lobby um, leaders in other provinces and other regions to say, um, "This is the program that we are supporting." Um, that's one. Secondly, Prime. The election of Manlam CB sets a very bad precedent going forward. And, uh, and, and it's, 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 it's about to repeat itself in Wazul uh, in Natal this weekend, where another <clears throat> leader of the ANC who's facing very serious allegations of corruption is standing for a position of chairman to lead uh, one of the most influential regions in the country, Etewini region, which is uh, the biggest region in terms of numbers of the, within the ANC. If the numbers that people are talking about, that it has around 100,000 members, and the ANC, let's say, it has a million members, that's a lot for a region. Um, and, and it means that it has a lot of influence. And to, to, to have someone like Zandi uh, Gumede standing there, it's a continuation of what happened last week in Pumalanga. And it's not going to stop other tainted uh, leaders uh, within this uh, uh, governing party to stand for, for for election. And what does it mean? Uh, it, it 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 means there is no renewal. Um, it can only serve to further erode uh, public trust that um, that ANC has been losing. And 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 uh, <laughs> that's the danger of 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 what of what is happening. Under Cyril Ramaphosa, and, and that spells danger for him. That the public trust is eroded by the election of of tainted leaders, and he might not come back as, as president of his country. He might come back as a as a president of the ANC, but that just be it. He'll be one term president of the country, and and, and, and unless they, they they do something urgently to show that um, they are serious about um, the dis renewal that they are talking about, uh, uh, that's where we are headed. We are, we are headed to a narrow way. President Onaposa might just be elected, re-elected as ANC president, but not as president of the country because the public is saying, who are you coming with? You claim to be clean. You claim to be coming here to clean up the, the mess, but <laughs> it continues even under your watch
0: mm I I was I was uh, rather surprised by his response. You know, uh, earlier on we played a clip of what he said uh, to the vote to the delegates. You know, after they 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 they, they made their after the election, um, he seemed to be taking an unusually hard line. Even though he was putting it in his typically diplomatic kind of way. You know, or am I misreading what what he was trying to do? I mean. Usually, he, he would defer to a collective or NEC or processes and stuff. But on this occasion, he seems to be quite direct about his disapproval of uh, of, of how the, the voting went.
2: It's just rhetoric, but Mike, uh, what is he going to do? Um, are they going to call the Special uh, Provincial General Council in Pumala not to to have fresh elections, what what is it going to do? That's what it's supposed to tell us. Um, it's not enough to say someone has stepped aside when um, that person is still holding that position. It's not enough to say... A person is not active when the position is no one else is occupying the position, and I I, I think the time for such rhetoric and and, and, and empty promises is it's it's over, Brahmaik. Um, I, I don't think the South Africans should accept uh, someone who takes a, a, hard, a hard stance after the after the fact. Um, what did he do when he heard that Mountain City was standing? Um that's that, that, that what it should tell us. Or, or what is it doing right now that Xandere Komete is standing because uh, of What actions have they taken to say But we can't afford to have someone like Xandere Komete leading the ANC down?
0: Professor Komete, as Mwagonke is sceptical is about whether 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 the ANC as a party is serious uh, about fighting corruption um, and, and unethical uh, practices um, and whether uh, the, the president ramaphosa actually can prevail and whether he, he himself uh, is 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 serious you know about fighting corruption what what is your reading
1: i mean you know um <laughs> I I agree with him in terms of that uh, clearly um, if President Ramaphosa was so serious uh, about uh, corruption, he would have intervened um, beforehand. I don't think as a president, I mean, there's a key, key uh, provincial elections and I suspect, you know, his strategists would have, and advisors would have informed him. Uh, uh, the way things stand before before the elections, and he should have intervened. And even after the fact, he could still have intervened, but much stronger. So, I mean, his response, as far as I'm concerned, has been very weak. But he should have said uh, uh, immediately after his speech, he should have said. Uh, you know what, let's call a special provincial um, meeting or call on the person to resign immediately and and step in. Um, And so I think that is what the public want to see. That's, I think even, you know, Honours ANC members and supporters, what they will want to see, much more, much stronger uh, uh, intervention. Um, I also agree that it's very likely um, that we may see... um, I mean, this will set the tone. Uh, this Pumalanga conference uh, for what's going to, I think, what we're going to see um, in the other provinces. So, I think there's going to be. Then we may also see if we see more of these type of eth- ethically challenged people. Um, get onto to the nominations and they uh, get, election, uh, get elected, we may see also that people may go to court. I mean, we've seen that ahead of the Nasre Conference uh, that people go to court. But that will also open up, of course, for people like um Makasula. Remember, he, you know, he went to the courts and he suspended and so on. Now, um, for people like him who have been pushed aside, they will come back now and say, "Well, look, uh, you know, yeah, somebody who is criminally charged, um, standing, and um, you know, what's wrong with me to return?" And of course, I mean, a liar, you know, a national conference of the ANC, a person like Ace Magashule can, can can actually approach the conference itself uh, because one can, if you're uh, a member of the ANC, approach the conference even against the courts and say, "Look, I want to be reinstated here um, um, at a conference." So, if the tone is set, we're corrupt. People can be nominated and, and even elected, as the case now in Pumalanga with, uh, 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 with Mantla M- M- Sibi, um, it really will open the floodgates for others um, who are also corrupt or being charged, and, and even those who've already been pushed aside to return to the fold.
0: And, and what, what's your reading of, of, of Cyril Ramaphosa? You know, what, why would he nail? Uh, his colors to the to the mast of, of of an anti corruption campaign you know if he knows he can't win it
1: you know, it's, uh, the reason why he should nail his his, his mask to show that he is, a, you know, anti-corruption fighter, that is if he wants to become the country president again. Now, to become the ANC president, of course, now he needs to be soft on corruption because uh, clearly, uh, from his point of view, it seems, um, if from an outsider, if I look at it, it seems that he thinks, well, actually, um, to be anti-corruption uh, in the run-up to, to ANC conference um, is not going to win in votes uh, inside the ANC. Okay, that may be the case, but, uh, you know, to be seen, to be not against um, corruption by uh, by the public uh, he's not going to become the next president, so it would be, you know, he uh, you may, you may win uh, um, the ANC presidency on the basis of being soft on corruption so that he can get uh, all of the factions uh, behind him, but that would mean he will be the president of the ANC, but then not the president of the country, because the country would reject him. I think that is really his dilemma. It's a choice here now for him, is it is he going to cover up or be soft on corruption in the ANC to to get re-elected as ANC president uh, and then he gets re-elected but then does not get elected as a president uh, of the country because people see him as soft uh, or tolerant uh, of corruption.
0: Yes, Mahagonga, you know often when, 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 when we talk about the ANC, you know, they, 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 we, we refer to uh, corruption and, and and you know we saying that you know the ANC is corrupt you know they supports corrupt especially because of the you know the evidence that we have seen you know whether it's about the PPE scandal or uh, or the, the the arms deal or any of those those the, 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 those scandals uh, are there people in the ANC who are I know earlier you said this is all rhetoric but are there people in the ANC who genuinely are opposed to corruption and would like to fix things
2: right, that's what we would like to believe um that's what we made to believe that the the, the Ramaphosa faction was about um they were, they came they campaigned uh on a ticket of um anti-corruption an anti-corruption ticket that will, will eventually um one than the conference in nazareth um but it's been the actions that has um in the, those that that promise has not translated into action brahm um there's it, the, the 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 our our justice system has been very slow. Uh, to move against um, people who are accused of corruption, as as, as 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 evidence is contained in the in the Zondo Commission report. But in addition to that, even within the ANC, the the, the ANC has been very slow um, in dealing with people who are um, accused of corruption, who are accused of wrongdoing, and there 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 is a sense that. Um, uh, the the, the agency, although it says it's anti-corruption um it's tolerant to 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 people who are, who are accused of corruption it's precisely because the the, the people are Accused, of corruption are, are found um, across the board. It's not just one faction that is corrupt. There are people in 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 even in Ramaphosa's camp who are being corrupt, who are being accused of of being corrupt. And and if you say that you are going to be tough on corruption, it means you have to be tough on your own comrades. And uh, and and I think sometimes that um, we, we we maybe we shouldn't expect um, the the Ramaphosa grouping to be tough on corruption. Firstly, because they want their president to come back for a second term, and um, if you want um, to be re-elected, you, you don't want to step on many toes, um, because we, when you do that, uh, it means fewer and fewer people are going to campaign and, and eventually vote for you going to conference. So we are told that there are people who are anti-corruption, but the 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 the, the, the processes within the ANC um, seem to be making it difficult um, for. For, for for those people who are telling us that they're anti-corruption, for them to deal with corruption. Because if you say that you're going to deal with the Madlam CB, uh Madam CB did not get elected just because he he's handsome. He got elected because he's got um He's got a support base in Pumalanga, and 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 it's that support base that uh, went to that conference and made sure that he gets elected. It is the same support base uh, that will go to the national conference and elect a president. So. That is why someone like uh, Sir Ramaphosa will only speak um after Madam C B has been elected because you don't want Madam C B to tell his support base not to vote for Sir Ramaphosa.
0: So this this uh, the, the the step aside uh, resolution um in the fine in the in, in in the final analysis you know is is it would you say it's worth the paper it's written on as we
2: clearly it's not, Brahma, because we, on the other hand we have step aside as a resolution. On the other hand, you have unity as a resolution. Now, where do you draw throw the, throw the line? Who are you uniting with? Um, uh, as President Beghi was, was saying in one of the meetings, that <coughs> who are you uniting with? Are you uniting with thieves? Um, so, it, it, Sir Ramaphosa is uh, really skating on thin ice. He, he he is telling us that he is fighting corruption, there's renewal, but at the same time, He needs to show the ANC members that there is this unity, that unity that comes at a cost, um, um, not just for him, but for his party going into the 2024 general elections.
0: Mm. Professor Kumandai, just just to round off, you know, we've been talking for the better part of our conversation about, uh, essentially we're talking about ethics in, in leadership you know near to my mind it it seems to be that's what it it, it boils down to now is it is it reasonable uh, in your view for us to expect a, a, to, to to expect to have politicians who are ethical in other words who will put ethics above political interest or political gain
1: no, it's, You know, it's absolutely fundamental that we get ethical leaders because, you know, um, the tone of ethics in a, in a society is set by the political leadership. I mean, your political parties like the ANC, ANC is the governing party. Um, what the tone set by the ANC, it really is the tone um, that will permeate um not only in the state, but also um, in the countries. So the ANC, if the ANC have an unethical culture, because the ANC is so dominant, the state will have an unethical culture because the ANC is almost like a party state, you know? Um, and then also society will also be systematically corrupt or behave unethically. I mean, I gave um, last week um, the keynote address to the South African Law um, Society. And it's quite interesting because you know, the organizations that engage with a the state, that are non-state, you know, for procurement or, or, or getting uh, state contracts. Now, if the state and the ANC is, is corrupt, even those organizations become corrupt also because they have to behave corruptly in order to get um, um, contracts. So it is absolutely important that it all starts, the corruption starts with the leadership of the ANC, the kind of leadership that the ANC elect, if the ANC is a governing party. It will be any other governing party. I mean, if the DA comes to power and they have unethical leaders that will also be then the tone um, of the country so I think we it, society expect um, ethical leaders because without ethical leaders you know we slide into the corruption that we see now we str- slide into state failure um, um, we have the state that is not capable because, and, and it's uh, you know all to do uh, it all starts rather with unethical leaders
0: Okay. Uh, well, this is where we wrap it up this week uh, on the Politics Weekly. And we do so by thanking our guests, Sbonga uh, Shoba, who's the Sunday Times Politics Editor, as well as William Kumeta, who's Associate Professor at the School of Governance at Wits University. Uh, I'm Mike Siluma. Until next time, do remember to stay safe, sanitize, wear the mask, and be extra careful in crowded places, especially indoors.